My name is Christopher John Francis Boo. I like outer space, looking after Toby, and I see everything. This show is hilarious, and it's all, it's it's awe-inspiring, like going to the circus. There's some stuff that will just blow people's mind, but it's also really intense. Um, we're giving the audience a little bit of sensory overload so they know how Christopher feels in his life, and he has things that he has to struggle with. The audience feels it right along with him. So there's a lot of sound and projections and music and... Um, and animals, animals, <laughs> and people flying in the air, and it, it's crazy. It's such a physical show, and and all the actors. I said earlier, they're all getting jacked. Like all the women have <laughs> Michelle Obama arms. Like it, it's just, and it's the kind of show that when we'll be down for three more tickets, how you get out? <laughs> when you see the show, it grabs you immediately. When I saw the show in New York, I just sat there and I was. <gasps> it took my breath away because it just hammers you right away, and. If you understand that this is how Christopher, how he experiences everyday life, you, I mean, you're completely on the kid's side. Like, oh my gosh, I can't even, you know, I can't imagine living my life that way if, if that's how, how uh, things affect my senses. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a fantastic show. And I, I am biased because I see it and hear it every night. But um, I saw the show before I got the job and then I saw it again after and I was... I get goosebumps when I watch it. I get goosebumps when I talk about it. I see the crew and the cast um, backstage often watching the monitors, and they often applaud every night, mo- certain moments, or they wipe away a tear. <laughs> it's it's probably all inclusive. It's probably everything. Kind of a journey of emotions too. Absolutely. Because when you watch the trailer and when you, when you read about it, my first notion, and I had not read the book, uh, I've yet to see the musical, the the play, which I will um, next week. But it reminded me a little bit of a little bit of Rain Man, a little bit of Little Man Tate with the numbers and the drawing and thinking outside the box, literally. Mm-hmm. Which you see. I mean, do you see your audience really kind of going on this journey too? Like maybe they think it's going in one direction. Oh, absolutely. And then they find. Wait, no. The, it's going the other this thing way. is that it starts as a proper murder mystery. Like right. those people who love those PBS murder mysteries, they're going <laughs> to lock right into that. Yeah. Um, there's a dead dog, and the kid wants to solve the mystery. He's a devotee of Sherlock Holmes, and he fancies himself to be a great detective, and he goes out detecting. He's trying to solve this problem. So you get hooked right into that formula of murder mystery. And then in in trying to solve that mystery, he discovers other mysteries that he has to solve that are more personal and about his family and about his own life. And that's where it really gets intense and and wrapped up. Um, And yeah, the, the audience can't help but be sucked into it. Is it because it's kind of something we all go through individually? With any facet of our life, be it a personal issue, a work issue, a life issue? I think so. And and the way, you know, because Christopher is different, um, it's interesting. I mean, this, his family, it I can't, every night it's just the sense that this is just a regular family. This happens all over. It doesn't matter where. This is a kind of, this is just a universal thing. There, His parents are just real people and he's a real kid. He's got, you know, he's got some challenges in his life, but for him, it's watching Christopher handle these these things that he discovers, and and the fact that there's real feelings, and and watching him kind of try and express those feelings, how he, of, of finding out this information, and that's a really interesting point too that. I play Christopher's mother, and I am a mother. Mm-hmm. I have two children, and my children are also extraordinary, um, but. 
I completely understand what this mother, why she reacts the way she reacts mm-hmm. to what's going on. My situation with my children is not as um, dramatic as this, but I think all parents have these kind of frustrations. I think they have the feelings of inadequacy that Judy Boone has, um, and they have difficulties. Mm-hmm. Um, and how they manage those difficulties is is part of the process of being a family, and, and this is a show about a family. Is your cast a family, too? I oh, mean, yeah. you're, not, you're not lame Miz or fan. You don't have, you know hundreds of cast members or even dozens of cast members it's small which kind of makes you an intimate family as well i think there's what 30 of us the yeah. whole company the whole company i don't i've never been able to count it up um but and it, which is relatively small it's relatively small and honestly this is the greatest group of people i have ever and to know that we're living together for a year <laughs> thank goodness we really like each other All because in one room. we really it's really true. really like, like christopher each other. i'll tell you what though um when we rehearsed, uh, we started every day with boot camp. One hour plus every morning. Literal boot camp? Literal boot camp, lifting weights, aerobics. I mean, it was intense. And then after boot camp, we'd do three hours of lifting, just practicing the lifts and the moves of the show. Okay. Then we'd get a tiny lunch break in which we could take a shower if we wanted to use our time that yeah. way. <laughs> And Cara's like, I didn't know you can use the time to shower. <laughs> and then we uh, went back and did scene work in the afternoons. And I, I believe that when you work with people that way, sweat together, mm-hmm. <laughs> share bodily fluids in that way, sure. I mean, you get, you get closer and it's an it's a equalizer. When everybody's doing the same thing and really working it and – uh, it, it, I think that in many ways brought us very close together. It's a shared experience. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of us don't interact on stage at all. Um, so it wouldn't have happened. It might not have happened sure. in, in another way. And, and now that we've been on the road for a bit, I, I think people <laughs> just backstage, we're a little looser with I each other I was just going to ask you, my next question literally was going to be, what goes on backstage? Oh, there's a whole other show that goes oh, on. Oh, there's, there's a whole other show that we backstage. Can maybe talk about. So just something fun, something little that, you know, maybe um, has happened. There was, okay, there was one night in uh, Tampa. It was after the show. We were, a couple of us were at, uh, Relaxing after the show in the hotel, and we started speaking with a lateral lisp <laughs> like oh, <no>. this. <laughs> so sometimes backstage, I'll just go up to Felicity and, how you doing today? You, you feeling okay? You know, it's, as long as there's a lot of S's in what I'm right. saying to her. <laughs> and Felicity is... You're one of my favorite people because you play back. You play immediately. Sometimes I yes. do. Yes, sometimes she does. Or I'll just walk up to her with a stupid look on my face and she'll just say, stop it. <laughs> it's the best. But that camaraderie is so cool. And you and as actors, I know you. this doesn't happen all the time. No, it doesn't. I mean, that's like no. lightning in a bottle to, to find that type of camaraderie. It which is. Which is very cool, which I think probably shows in the performance as well. Well, and I also want to give a little credit to the people who cast the show because they must have... Cast, they must have been looking for not just good actors, but actors who have a certain um, quality of, I don't know, friendliness or adaptability or. That, that was one of the requirements that I 
that was one of the reasons what they were looking for when they were casting people and and um, hiring crew was people that were going to get along oh. with each other. Yeah, that's dynamic. That is really mm-hmm. cool. I love hearing that. And the crew, I, I can definitely speak uh, a bunch of nut jobs. <laughs> uh, yeah, amazing, yeah. wonderful. I can tell. I mean, I Just, can tell right now. Oh, so. <laughs> all right. You're the you're an animal wrangler. Tell me tell me what a wrangler is. I am responsible for all the animals in the show. I'm responsible for getting them to their cues. I'm responsible for ugh, loving them. How many animals are we talking about? We're talking about three animals, three little souls, three little four-leggeds. And they are? Two rats? Two rats and then something else. What's the something else? Oh, I can't really talk about it. Is it a secret? Yeah. Will I find out when I see the You play? will find out and you'll be, oh. you'll be... You didn't want spoilers. Spoiler! So, no spoilers. I can't give you the spoiler. All right, what is it like to... I mean, we love animals. We see animals as, oh, dogs and cats, but you are training and working with them and you're working with rats. I have to tell you, if you told me a year ago that I would be in love with two rats, I'd say, oh, please, knock it off. Go, you know, go to therapy or something. Do you get to keep them? Well, you know... Uh, there's there's these lists that are around and, and nobody's nobody has raised their hand to say, hey, I'd be interested in taking the rats. And I said this to my boss and I was like, what's up with that? <laughs> and uh, you say, what's up with that? Yeah, what's up with that, Shane? <laughs> and so she said, well, you know, you can keep them if you want. And it's in the, we got the rats from a breeder and it's in the contract that I can give them back to her at any time. But I've fallen in love with these little yeah, buggers. You could tell. And. They love me back. I stuck my hand in the cage last night, and they—if they haven't seen me—they'll grab my hand and start grooming me. Oh, they're like, "Where have you been?" Yeah, and one of them, the one who needs to meet Holly, our, our PR person, uh-huh. he has a thing for blonde women, but he gives kisses. There you go, Holly. See, it's not all men are rats <laughs> or rats are men. I mean, there yeah, that's kind of like um, it's like the double an, entendre. It's insulting to the rat. I know. Hopefully they're great they're, though. They're fun. We'll turn this part down when they when they listen. But that's really cool. I mean, what a cool experience, you know? It's and fantastic. It's an adventure. Every night is an adventure. Every mm-hmm. day. And those animals are part of the company too, and that yeah. gives a whole other vibe to have these little innocents with us. Yeah. You know, what's the best though is seeing these big burly like Vikingish crew guys come and fawn all over these tiny creatures. Right. <laughs> Can Zeus come out to play? What are their names? Well, the, the, the rat's name in the play is Toby, but their real names offstage are Zeus and Jinkies. Is that hard for them? Like they're addressed as Toby and then they're, and then he's addressed as Zeus? Just, no. Do they get the whole... They're, you know, they're great actors. They don't have huge egos. Right, right. You know? They stay in character. <laughs> they do. <laughs> Zeus is a ham. He loves it. Jinkies hates it. Yeah, Jinkies is what very do they shy. Eat? I know this is a completely crazy question, but... No, it's not. What do they eat? Well, I'm um, obsessed with them and crazy, and I want them to live forever, so I I try not to feed them any processed sugar because okay. that exacerbates tumors. So it's like an organ- organic type diet? Yes. Okay. Actually, someone made fun of me for that <laughs> no, because I, I, no, I gave them, my boss made fun of me. I gave them, she's like, you made them boiled chicken? And I said, no, no. <laughs> It wasn't boiled chicken. It was gently simmered organic chicken. <laughs> <laughs> we should eat half as good as the yeah, rats. Yeah, they eat, they love frozen peas. They love blueberries, blackberries, My raspberries. My children loved frozen yeah. peas. She's going to start bringing the rats to boot camp. Yeah. Rats are going to start doing a little Michelle Obama type. Well, then people tease dumbbells. me. They're like, oh, the rats are looking kind of fat. And I'm like, they can hear you. <laughs> That's not really nice. I can see the camaraderie. I can see you guys having a great time. Uh, it's curious incident of the dog in the nighttime. What do you want your audience to take away from seeing this performance? Whether they've they know something about it or not at all. Maybe this is the first time. 
Well, for me, I feel like these days we're constantly seeing people who are different from us. And sometimes we don't know what to do with people who are different from us, especially these days. It feels like we're having a real hard time. And this play gives us the opportunity to really understand and empathize with someone who's maybe a little bit different than us. And I do think that people care for Christopher a great deal. And hopefully they can take that idea with them out into the world and give people who are different, maybe give them a little more leeway and give them a second look. That's what I think. What do you think, Cara? I I agree with that 100%. It's... um Watching the show every night is frustrating because you see the people in London being so brusque and not and, and looking at Christopher like he's nuts. And Christopher makes complete sense to me. And, you know, it's um, it, it's just to piggyback on what Felicity said. I think this is a good show to to celebrate difference and understand that we're not we're not all the same. And that's a wonderful thing. And, and we can see things through other people's eyes. That's the reason why there's difference in the world. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of, oh, okay, this is how this person experiences life. Oh, all right. It, it's an opportunity to open up our minds a little and not to sound like a hippie, but to open up our hearts a little bit too. Right. To Especially accept, now. To accept and embrace. Yes, absolutely. Thank you both for being here. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. It's the uh, Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime runs at the uh, Oriental Theater through December 24th. Kara Kildruff and Felicity Jones-Lotta, thank you so much. Thanks again. Thank you. Bye.